Hello, hello, and happy new year. Welcome back to the podcast, you guys. It is the first podcast episode of 2023, and it is also season three, which is really cute. And I did not plan that, but I'm really fucking happy about it. Welcome back to the podcast. Welcome back to, welcome to, not back, welcome to what I am declaring as the year that changes it all. I feel really optimistic about this year, you guys. I know 2022 was hard. I also know that we've been saying that for the last three years, <laughs> basically since 2020, the years have been hard, um, but I feel really good about this year. I just feel like collectively, it's going to be a very, very good year for a lot of people. And I also just feel really good about it personally. So I'm trying to to upkeep that spirit. Um, I've set my intentions, my personal numerical financial goals, but ultimately as I like sat down this year to set my resolutions, intentions, whatever you want to call them. I was like, I have goals that I want to hit, but like, I just want to be happy. I want to like keep enjoying my life. I want to be more intentional. I want to, you know, soak up moments more. I want to connect more. I want to love more. I, I, I'm not super interested in setting like a bunch of I don't know, goals on paper that like, I feel disappointed if I don't hit, like you guys saw when we did the 2022 recap, I like there were a ton of goals I didn't hit and I just kind of was like, yeah, cool. All right. Like, I don't know. I just want to be open to growth in different ways than I set on paper. And so I feel like I'm trying to set goals and intentions of like, I want to connect with my body more. I want to love more. I want to earn more. And like, I did set financial goals of like, I want to earn this much. Like, let me be clear. I did set a couple goals that were like, I want to do this, this, and this, but TLDR, basically what I'm trying to say is I want to be open to becoming the person I want to be through different avenues. I don't want to be like, oh, I want to be this kind of person and here's exactly how I'm going to do it. Here's all these goals I have to hit. I kind of just want to let life and the universe help shape me into that person in whatever way it sees fit. And while I do have goals and intentions, I'm going to try to hit. I just want to like enjoy my life and be present and grow and stretch and see what can happen to myself and my life when just growing and like becoming better is my my goal and intention like becoming happier becoming better becoming more loving you know becoming someone surrounded by more love like I don't know I I just want to let the universe surprise me a little bit this year and I'm really excited to kind of soak in a first year in a long time where nothing big is really on the books as far as like, I'm not moving. I'm not, you know, getting a divorce. <laughs> like My life has been so crazy for the last three years. Like I've moved multiple times. I've done cross country moves. I've completely repivoted my business. I've gotten divorced. I've come out like so much has happened. And I feel like I've gotten to this point in my life where like, now I can just kind of settle down. Not really. You guys know me. I'm not about to like, move to the burbs not that there's anything wrong with that but like I'm just excited to almost soak up the fruits of my emotional physical mental labor over the last couple years like I'm excited to enjoy New York City I'm excited to enjoy life with my girlfriend I'm excited to enjoy you know my family and my friends who are my family and just like see what happens when I'm not trying to make ginormous shifts in my life constantly because that's what the last three years have been so Anyway, I missed you guys. This is my little recap of how I'm feeling, resolutions, goals, all of the things. But starting Monday, when you guys are listening to this, which is crazy, it's day one of the Becoming Retreat, which is just 
so phenomenal and I've been feeling like very emotional and fulfilled with this retreat up and coming. Um, I haven't hosted an in-person anything since like 2017. Like it has been, oh my gosh, that's six years ago. That's so wild. And they used to be like one day workshops for photography. I've never hosted anything like this. Like I wanted this retreat to be something where people left feeling so fulfilled and driven and like confident in how they were going to execute their dream lives this year because I think that's one of the things I loved last year is that I set my goals and I really aligned with my business and my brand and I broke down exactly how I was going to achieve those goals and that was really cool like it was really cool to just have a map on how to operate my business in a way where it was going to hit all of its goals and like that's what we did this year um we fell a little short of like our really big financial goal that we hit but we still got really close and it was really really cool and the business expanded so much and so I really want everyone to leave this workshop not only feeling completely fulfilled in their branded business and like knowing how they want to connect with their clients and their art and their business but like knowing what to execute after I feel like I would leave workshops all the time or coaching programs being like okay, you've taught me how to figure it out myself and I don't want my attendees to feel that way. I want them to feel like I told them exactly how to do it and they just have to leave and implement. So I'm really excited. I'm really like emotional. I'm really just like honored that I get to hang out and meet eight of these women and just like be trusted with their lives and their business and for kicking off this new year with them. It's going to be really, really special. We have some incredible things planned and I'm just like, I'm just so excited. I've been wanting to connect with you all more in real life for so long. And I feel like we're finally at a place where we can safely do that, which is so nice. Um, and so I'm just, I'm giddy. I'm so excited. I literally cannot wait. I can't wait to show you guys all what happens. I'm hoping we can host another one this year. Um, maybe we'll link a little wait list for you below if you want to maybe be a part of a future becoming retreat um but I'm really really excited I I'm really excited I'm really also like I'm I'm just really anxious in a good way also to see how it executes because it was really important to me that I hosted a retreat different than really anything else being offered in the industry like I I'm going to be real. You guys, I don't love content days. I have a really hard time with the concept that you're like paying just to do a styled shoot. I get it. If you don't want to put together styled shoots yourself. Um, but like I, I'm like, you're leaving with like no knowledge. And like, then I've also, you know, been a part of coaching programs or, um, workshops where I'm like, Oh, I almost feel like I'm getting like a freebie in real life. Like you're kind of telling me how to start or you're telling me how to figure it out myself. And so it was really important to me that this, retreat operated really differently and so I'm I'm really excited for that anyway I'm gonna stop blabbing you guys about the becoming retreat because I could talk about it for 80 years I'm so excited but that actually kind of leads me into what today's podcast episode is about we are opening becoming again which I'm incredibly excited about becoming is back the um one-on-one -on -one coaching program it is a nine-month program it is so intense it has become just kind of like our crowning jewel program I'm obsessed with it and it's it's not for the faint of heart. Like I always tell people when you get on free consultation calls, I'm like, if you don't feel like you're in a place right now, it's like give your business your all. If you're not feeling motivated, if you're just like hoping someone's going to like fix your business for you, please don't join this program. <laughs> like I'm going to teach you exactly how to get your business where you want it to go, but you also have to be willing to implement it. Um, and it's just become one of my favorite programs. And we had a girl in the program last year, Jack Lee, who you guys, if you follow along on Instagram, you've probably seen me share about Jack. Um, but Jack has been just like 
the the perfect example of what I want out of a coaching client because she has been so motivated and so determined to hit her goals. And when she signed up for Becoming at the beginning of last year, um, I don't know if she, I think she had never shot a wedding or she had shot like one. She had no weddings on the booked books. She was taking just random ass jobs left and right. She was earning like $200 a shoot, something like that. And over the last nine months, we have like quadrupled her income, completely booked out her books. She's um, booked multiple destination weddings and she has just fully taken advantage in the become- of the Becoming program in the way that I want all of my clients to. And so I wanted to have her on the podcast to talk about hiring a business coach and what that looked like for her while she was deciding what to do, but also like what her mindset and her efforts had to be in order to make the most out of this program. And before you're like, okay, is this just a 45 minute ad for becoming? No. (laughs) Um, I want to preface by saying that like, I literally hopped on the call with Jack and I think we say this in the beginning of our interview, but I was like, Jack, I don't want this to be a sale for becoming like whether someone signs up for becoming or not. I want everyone listening to this to get advice on what to do when it comes to looking for a coach and what to look for, but also like what to do personally and what personal work is needed and like how you've taken advantage of this program to see the results that you have. Um, because as you guys know, I've talked about it a little like in 2021. Yes. Um, I spent 20 K on a coaching program and it bit me in the ass. I didn't really get anything out of it other than learning exactly what I never wanted my coaching to feel like or my clients to feel like um it was really heartbreaking and I won't go into like more details on it but it was like basically 20k down the drain um I made um some really good industry friends in it and we always joke that we those are our 20k friendships um but like that that really bit me in the ass and so with Jack it, it I mean one that coaching experience really shaped the way that I now run my coaching programs. Um, and two, Jack again has just been such a amazing example of how to make the most of coaching and also how to make sure that you find a coach that actually is going to work for you. And so I wanted to have her on the podcast to talk about her experience. I won't blabber on much more because I want her to do the talking, but while becoming applications are open and I would love to have you in the program, I hope that you will still listen to this, even if you know you're never going to be in becoming ever, because it is such an amazing episode on how you should be approaching education, um, especially now that the industry is getting really oversaturated and it can be hard to find coaches who are trustworthy and um, know what they're doing. And so just kind of the things that you need to look for, as well as the things that you need to find within yourself in order to make the most of your money and the program that you choose and all of that good stuff. So I'm going to stop blabbering. I have talked for far too long. I just missed you guys. Um, Let's get into it with Jack. Let's go. I'm stoked. Today we have Jack Lee, my favorite. Jack has been in the Becoming program for the last, has it been a year? Has it been nine months? I have no idea. Yeah, I think nine months nine months. Um, and Jack is an incredible brand photographer, wedding photographer. She also sells the most incredible prints of Australia. She also has an amazing accent. You do all of the things. <laughs> so I'm so excited to have you on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one's pretty easy. Um, <laughs> thank you Jack, so much, Eden. Yeah. Thank you for coming on. Um, do you want to introduce yourself to yeah. everyone here who doesn't know you yet? I'm Jack. Um, I'm not Jack Lee. I mean, I am, but Lee is my last name. So that's like mm-hmm. a, everyone calls me Jack Lee when they meet me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a photographer. I do a little bit of video, but I, I say I'm a photographer. Um, and I, yeah, I make prints. I do puzzles. Um, I'm also part of a tequila company, which is pretty cool. 
Um, and I always forget I'm about just, that. Yeah, yeah. I love, I'm actually working with them today, so that's exciting. Um, Fun. But yeah, I just uh, love to create. Yeah, you really do. You really do it all, as we've we've had several discussions on. Jack really does do everything. <laughs> um, but I'm super excited to have you on today. We were just talking. I really wanted to have Jack on because I think you have just been like the picture perfect example of a coaching client in a way where I think it'd be really, really helpful for my audience, anyone that's looking into education to like understand how to approach these things. Cause coaching, it really is such a big investment. It can be really scary. Um, and it also requires like a lot of you, which I'm sure you can attest to. Like it, it, it's not just like coaching. I think some people oh, think yeah. that a, hiring a coach is going to be like someone handing you this perfected business. And it's not yeah. like, it's not it's how not- it works. No, like I can teach you how to do it, but I can't do it for you. Um, you got to put in the work. Mm-hmm. And so we're having Jack on here to just kind of talk about like finding the right coach for you, how to make the most of coaching programs. And we had a little chit chat before we pressed record, which was that I don't want this to sound like one giant testimonial for becoming. <laughs> Jack is yeah. in becoming, but let me be clear, becoming is not for everyone. And I say that even on my like consultation calls I might not be the coach for you and that's okay so please know this is not a a sales call for everyone um whether I am your coach or not I know Jack is gonna have like incredible you're gonna have amazing advice and like insight into what this process has been like for you and so I'm just super excited to pick your brain a little bit Mm -hmm. and learn about you know all the things as you looked into coaching and how you've kind of skilled your business so could Mm -hmm. you start by telling us like one when you got started and like kind of what the business has looked like over the last couple of years. Like how did you get started? Yeah. What was your business doing kind of like a year ago? Yeah. Um, so I started, I went full time right when COVID hit. So I was working in hospitality kind of at the same time. And I was actually doing like full time, well not full time, but I was doing pro men's tennis photography. Um, because I used to be a tennis player. Um and that was kind of what I'd fallen into somehow. But obviously with COVID Um, I couldn't do that anymore. So I kind of shifted into everything and literally everything. And I was just picking up jobs here and there. Um, not for very much either, just like, you know, buck here, buck there. And it was hitting this point where I was like, wow, I'm pretty busy. And like, people are starting to like recognize me. Like I, I don't live in a massive town, but it was like, I was starting to get a bit of a name for myself, but I felt like I, I'm like a very... I'm a very go-getter person and I felt like I was putting all of my time and when I say all my time I mean literally every single second of my time (laughs) into like getting not a lot back and doing a lot of jobs um, that I didn't enjoy so much and working with a lot of clients I didn't enjoy so much and I was like there has to be another way Um, but I didn't really know how and so yeah I gradually built up to this point where I was actually pretty busy and I was making good money but to make that good money I was working all the time did not have a day off like was just like you know working absolutely non-stop and that's when I actually heard first about like coaches in the like fitness industry and I was like that's interesting um I wonder if there's anything like that for photographers um and little did I know it was like blossoming into this massive industry at the time and I was just kind of like I wasn't in the loophole of it you know when you get in the loophole and you start Mm -hmm. to see it everywhere I wasn't in there, which I feel like was a good thing because I could see everyone with fresh eyes and kind of see who I, 
you know, would relate to most and kind of work with best. Um, so I went in the in the spiral of the Instagram searches and I was looking at everyone and they all kind of like looked same sames. And then I saw Eden and I was like, ooh, this looks nice. This is shiny. Um, it was just different and it kind of spoke to me. And we booked that call um, and it kind of all just went from there. Um, first of all, I'm going to use that audio clip just as like the the like selling audio for when we relaunch Becoming. <laughs> It'll just be like, ooh, this is That's my favorite brand reaction ever. Um, okay, so that's what I was going to ask first is like, do you feel like this overworking underpaid was kind of the breaking point of when you needed a coach? Yes, but I'm also, um, I was voice noting you about this yesterday. I'm also very bad at reflecting on myself in current time. So for me at the time, I was like, wow, things are going great. Like things are really good. And looking back to that time, I'm like, things were not good. I'm like, like I'm a very, um, very into health and fitness. And there was a period of about three months where I was like, I just don't, I just don't have time to go to the gym. I just don't have time. I just need to work thinking that that was good. Like I've got opportunities when now I completely flip that on my head and on its head. And it's like, if you don't have time for the things you love, something in the business needs to change quick. Mm -hmm. I was going to say, if you could like, now that you have that hindsight, if you could have found a coach sooner or started coaching sooner, do you feel like there was a point like, do you think there's something that people can look out for as a like marker of, oh shit, I should probably change something, maybe find a coach. Like, was there a point like that for you with hindsight now? Probably when I kept getting inquiries from a few different clients that I knew I didn't want to work with and had mm. given me troubles. And I just knew that were more trouble than what they were worth at the end of the day. But I felt like I had to accept them because I needed the money. Um, that to me was a big one where I was like, this just is not right. And it's, it's down in the roots. The structure needs to change in like, so that I can feel comfortable saying no to that kind of thing. Um, so it was kind of this balancing point between, um, I needed the money from these clients. Uh, I knew something had to change. I knew I needed either help or a lot of time to research on how to change and I knew I didn't have the time mm-hmm. so I was like okay I need the help um which you also need the time for as well but you know a lot less than if you're like gonna try and find everything out on Google and trial and error at all and I knew that investing in a coach would be expensive but I had to kind of balance that out with um you know what's going to benefit me in the long run and I just kind of did the figures and and realized that, okay, if I just invest this amount in here, then I should see a good amount back. And um, I was wrong about that because I saw a lot more than what I thought back <laughs> pretty quickly. <laughs> we did. We, we bounced back quick. I literally forgot yeah. about the tennis thing too, until you even said that. Like I, yeah, we, you've seen such rapid changes over the last several months that I literally have forgotten kind of like where you started when we first started working together um was there something specific when you like came to terms with like okay I need to find a coach like I am I don't have enough time to figure this out myself I definitely need a coach what specifically were you looking for slash did you even know what to look for like were you aware of what you needed or were you just like did you know that you just needed help um I knew I needed help and I knew um I knew that I wanted to get into weddings more and I didn't know really anything about that. And I had kind of asked around from some local photographers and they had their like hourly, you know, one-on-one rates. 
Um, and I dabbled in a few of those, you know, like wedding conferency, whatever it is, things with multiple speakers. And I was just like, this, I need more than this. And so I knew, I, yeah, I really knew I needed that wedding focus side. And I knew I needed help within the systems and what I'm doing um, and just any other random tips because I had literally made up everything in my business on my own and I'm not a natural businesswoman. I'm not like, you know, I'm not naturally gifted with this kind of stuff. So yeah, I just wanted help from someone who really knew the nitty gritty behind the scenes and could really help with that wedding side as well and merge them together. So I didn't just necessarily want a wedding photography coach who I didn't, you know, see their work as could be creative outside of the field of weddings. I wanted something that could transfer across um, and really be flexible as the business grew because I really didn't know which direction it would go in. Mm -hmm. No, that totally makes sense. And yeah, given like everything we've worked on for you, you've gone so many different directions. Um, If, like you said, when you first started looking for a coach, I feel like the education space was big, but it was kind of like you got in at the beginning of like it exploding. Mm -hmm. And obviously now there are endless coaches like coaching is now what photography was a couple years ago like wedding photography um there's so many people so what would you advise people when they're like starting to even dip their toe into the space of like oh do I need a coach like what would you suggest looking for as people come through the like thousands Mm -hmm. of people that come up from even like I'm like the thought of even just searching like photography educator or like yeah business coach on Instagram I like can't even imagine how many people come up yeah yeah literally um so I I kind of find at the moment that a lot of the information that people are sharing are the same it's the same core information just repackaged in different ways and going out there and like I feel like that's not if you're kind of seeing the same things over and over again from different people it's got to be coming from somewhere, right? And trying to figure out where is that coming from and maybe trying to find something other than that. Um, Unless it's something super, super specific that you're looking for and that person seems to really like align with whatever you, you know, your values and what you like and all of that. Um, But I would just do a deep dive into everyone that you like instinctively find and like, Um, absorb their information, whatever they have for free and um, familiarize themselves with even even like how they talk and things like that because if you like book someone and a weekend you're like oh my god I hate how they talk it's like well did you listen Uh-oh. to the podcast <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah um, yeah just like absorb as much information that's out there as you can read their whole website pretty sure I read your website like upside down back to front all the things I was like you know taking apart every single testimony I was like what does this mean <laughs> just yeah, familiarize yourself and and do your research, but don't just jump into the first one you see because there's just so much out there. Um, and maybe like just scroll back on their gram and see how long they've been doing this for. Mm, I love that advice too, because there's definitely like, it is wild to me how many new people we've seen enter the space. And I know like even from mm-hmm. a photography educator standpoint, like I've seen coaches that run giant large programs and then I like scroll back and they've only been doing photography for like a year. And they're like, I'm going to yeah. become a photography coach. And I'm like, hold on. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> like, that scares me. Yeah. It's kind of terrifying. Yeah. Um, So I love that. Um, I would now love to talk about you and <laughs> how, because I, again, you really have been like, 
the blueprint for a coaching client. I like talk about you on my consult calls. I'm like, there's this one girl, Jack. Um, That's I me. Talk- yeah, I talk about you to everyone because you've just been this blueprint of honestly what every kind of like any coach would want out of a coaching client because I feel like you mm-hmm. have really pushed yourself to take full advantage of the program, which is something that I think a lot of people have a hard time with. Like, um, And so I would love to know when you got started in coaching and even throughout coaching, kind of what your mindset has been like in the way that you approach the program, because again, I think mindset is everything. And this is something that like, since even coaching you, I mentioned on consultation calls, I'm like, if you're not ready to give your business your all, like this actually probably isn't the program for you. Like we can do a mm-hmm. VIP day or we could do something more short term. Um, because you've definitely really opened my eyes on like, Oh shit. That's like, <laughs> This is what people should be doing within this program mm-hmm. to see these results. So I'd love to, all of that to say, I always talk so much. Um, <laughs> all of that is to say, I would love to know about like your mindset and your approach to coaching and like how you've kept yourself accountable and like dedicated to making progress in order to take full advantage of the program. Yeah. So first thing that I like, I talk to some other photographers and I say how much that coaching has made a difference to me. And a few of them have just been like, oh, I'm, I'm busy enough. I don't have the time, which kind of like is flashed back to me to like when I thought I was really busy and like doing all the things and I just, you know, didn't have my head screwed on. Right. Um, so the first thing is like, you actually need to allocate time to develop these things because time is not just going to appear. No one's going to do it for you. So if you buy into this program and someone says you need to do A, B and C, and you do A and then you get busy and forget about B and C, then like no one else is going to pick up the slack. You've got to create the time. Um, Otherwise, like, why are you here? What are you doing this for? Mm -hmm. So just allocating time to do things. I think I remember we had a call um, when I was in Europe and I had kind of forgotten that the call was there because of the time change. It was like, you know, it just popped up in this calendar and I was like, that's right. And then I was like, what are we talking about again? Um, and the whole call, we went through like systems and like what we had to do within what needed to be done within each day, each week, each month in the business. And I was kind of like, at the start, I was like, I could have been doing this myself. Like, why are we having a whole call on this? And I was like, no wrong attitude. And I switched (laughs) it to like, okay, what do I need like to get out of this? Clearly, if we're going over it on a call, it fucking matters. Mm -hmm. Um, And that was actually a major changing point for me because I sat down and I was like, right, Mondays, this happens. Tuesdays, this happens. And since then, everything has been much more in alignment and I have the time to develop the things that you tell me I need to do. And I'm not just like, oh, I can't do that. I have a shoot on Tuesday. It's like everything is in line and and flows and you know exactly what's happening. Um, So yeah, I would say creating the time and having the attitude of with every single interaction, what can I get out of this big or small? um, That will really, really help. Yeah. I love that. And I think that's, I literally remember that call because I think um, sometimes there are things in coaching where like, I'll be coaching someone and they're like, why didn't I think of that? And I'm like, well, (laughs) that's what my job is. Or like, Yeah. yeah, that like, oh, I know what I need to do in my business. And it's I have to find the respectful way of being like, but do you? Cause we are here. Yeah. So we do need to do this. And I just remember you were yeah. so overwhelmed. So I love like the, the thought of just like, make sure you're willing to make the time. Like, it's not even that Can you I have the time. Too? Oh my gosh. Yes. 
<laughs> so we'd just come from Amsterdam before that call. And I'm pretty sure about 15 minutes before I just shared an edible with my boyfriend. Stop. That is so funny. <laughs> I was like, oh I, my God, I have this call with Eden. Stop. That is so funny. And you being in Amsterdam makes that even better. Just like a token yeah. Amsterdam experience. I, yeah. I love that. Um, How have you, like, one of my favorite things about you and the way that you've taken advantage of, like, the program is that you have made sure, the phrasing of this is going to sound weird, but I mean it in the best Mm -hmm. way, but you've, like, fully taken advantage of everything I can offer you. Like, I always tell people, Mm -hmm. like, I hear from Jack on Marco Polo every Mm -hmm. single day, and it is my- You will not get me to shut up. (laughs) Favorite thing. No, I love it. Um, So I would love to know, like, how- Cause I, I, I've coached some people where they're like, well, I don't want to bug you. Or like, I didn't like, I don't know what to ask you, blah, blah, blah. And so I would love to know like what your train of thought has been around Mm -hmm. like running things in the business by me or like how you've kind of, I don't know, like how you prioritize what to run by me. Or if you like running everything by me, like just kind of how you've approached the different aspects of the program. Yeah. Um, so certain things that like just naturally feel right. Like if I'm booking way too much, I'm going to raise my prices and I'm going to, I'm not going to be like, Hey, Eden, can I raise my prices? It's just like instinctive. You should know by now. That's kind of what you do. Um, there's other things like, um, for example, I was talking about like a retreat thing I wanted to go on to Eden and I was like, it's this amount of money. And like, I have a wedding the first day, so I'll get there late and, um, you know, this is all the details. And I was like ready to make the deposit. And Eden was like, talked me through it and was like, okay, so it's a lot of money. Like you're already missing a day. There's a chance you miss more because what if a flight's delayed or something and like talks through it. And I'm like, okay, yeah, this is a bad decision. <laughs> so Things like that um, are definitely good to talk through. Just like things that actually have an impact um, and cost a lot of money. Other things are like if I'm booking a lot of something and not much of something else or if like the packages aren't selling how I want them to, I'll jump on Marco Polo and just be like, can you have a look at the um, price list because something's going wrong. Um, If no one's booking something or if no one's, everyone's asking a question about some certain thing, it's like, okay, what am I not communicating? So yeah, those kinds of things. I mean, Marco Polo for me is basically a daily word dump. I'm just like, anytime I I get an idea. Yeah. I just like have to, because I mean, you forget something like 80% of ideas and like thoughts in your head. So if you don't write them down, I love that like on 90% of our Marco Polos, I'm driving as well. Mm -hmm. Um, Hands-free guys, (laughs) hands-free. Yeah. Don't worry. (laughs) Um, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But I would just... um, yeah, it's it's just fair game. It's like open. When I when I very first started with you, I was in the same camp of like, oh, I don't want to be annoying. I I just sent one today already. I just sent another two yesterday. I'll just like not send this one. And then very quickly, I was just like, nah. <laughs> and it's like we know there's boundaries too. It's not like I expect you to answer right away. It's like I know within like a week you'll get back and you'll go through them all. And if there's a lot, you'll just send an email back, which is totally mm-hmm. fine as well. It's not like, you know, it's included. It's what it yeah, is. So. It's, it is what it is. I think too, that's like um, something that's really important. I think with approaching coaching at all. And like, I don't remember if it was you that I had this conversation with or someone else, but someone did say they were like, I don't want to annoy you. And I was like, you could Marco Polo me at 4am, which to be fair, you sometimes do because of our time difference. Yeah. And I was like, 
I wouldn't know the difference because I have my own work boundaries and I check Marco Polo every other day at the time that I want to. <laughs> like you can Marco mm. Polo me whenever and it's not going to influence yeah. me. And I think that's like, I think making sure that your coach also has boundaries is like a good thing because then you are free. At least I hope so. Like, mm -hmm. I hope you feel free to run everything by me knowing yeah. I'm not going to let it like soil our relationship or like mm. cross my own boundaries. Like I have my own boundaries as to <laughs> make sure that never happens and I can serve you fully. Um, what has been like two questions? We'll start with number one, actually one. <laughs> If someone is like looking for a coach in general, do you have like one piece of advice for them as they like approach this search and say they've even like found the person they think they want to coach with, like going into mm. it, do you have any advice for them to like make the most of what they are hoping to book or have booked? I would say just like focus on the super nitty gritty things because at first I was like, well, how much can really change? And if you look at it like, pricing socials shooting style like big things it's like oh that's not much but when you break it down to like the tiny little things and focus on any little thing you can change that's when you're going to see massive results so it's like how am I communicating this tiny bit of information how am I presenting these packages um what's people's experience with this part of my socials like if you really really talk to that coach about tiny little things um those tiny little things will add up to mountains. Mm -hmm. Oh, I love that. Because I think that's like one of my favorite things too that we have worked on for you is like, mm. I'd, I'd like to think you can agree to disagree, I guess. Hopefully you don't. But I'm like, I feel like we haven't left any stone unturned in your business. We've like made mm. sure to just like fine tooth comb it and do that repeatedly too, like at each time you've scaled. Yeah. And I think that's something I've really liked about working with you too is you haven't been afraid to be like, hey, I've outgrown this thing that we did a couple mm -hmm. months ago. Can we revisit it and scale it even further? Um, yeah. Because I think that's something that people need to realize too. Like if you put in the work, you might be able to scale multiple times within like your mm -hmm. time with your coach, depending on the program. And that's obviously one of my favorite things about you is that you've yeah. like pushed really hard and have scaled multiple times with the like, amount of times I've had to go into Canva and like change my packages again. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. I literally emailed you I think today and was like, we've got to raise your prices again. I feel like every call we get on, I'm like, it's time to bump them one more yeah. time. Um, <laughs> what has been like your favorite thing Outside of the growth that you've seen in your business, what has been like your favorite change for yourself that you've seen in coaching? Because there obviously is a lot of personal work as well that I don't think people realize is it's like yeah. you have to change quite a bit in order to scale your business this way. Mm. I'd love to hear your thoughts on like how you've personally changed and adapted yeah. since you started coaching. Well, so we talked about this in my podcast, but I'm an Enneagram 2, which is the helper. And I'm very like, I can get very people pleasy. Um, so before I used to be like, I used to do things just to like comfort other people and like, you know, my boundaries were very flexy because I was like, I just want to make sure they're okay. They're happy. Like then, them, them, them. And I was like, no, this is like my time to make sure I'm okay. And I'm good. Um, so I put in like a lot of personal boundaries. Like if someone invited me to something and I don't want to go, no. I'm not going anymore. I'm not going to like just show up for an hour or two and like, no, <laughs> like I've really, really put that down. Um, and that's actually allowed me more time with like family and like myself and th things that really matter. Um, so that's been absolutely 
huge for me. Um, and then within that, just like understanding what I actually need um, to function well in life and my business and as a person, as a, you know, partner, everything. I need my gym time. I need my alone time. I need my creative outlet. Um, and, you know, all of this has, you know, I've made more money now, which is nice. And it's allowed me to live a lifestyle that like, I thought maybe 10 years down the line, maybe I'll be able to live like this. Like we just moved into a new house and I've paid a, um, interior designer to help me like curate pieces and like bring it together and make it more homey. And I just never thought that I would be able to do those kinds of things. So yeah, it's really transformed so much about my personal life as well. Oh, I love that. That makes me so happy. Um, (laughs) I would love to know how you, like what your plans are to continue pushing yourself as you like continue coaching. Because for context, Jack just signed another year, which I'm incredibly Mm -hmm. excited about. But um, it's crazy even to like do this podcast episode. And I honestly... I forgot about the tennis. Like I just straight up (laughs) forgot about it because it was, it feels like it was so long ago, even though it wasn't, it's just your business has changed so many times. So obviously you're now approaching, we're approaching like the same program, but we're obviously going to be doing it way differently. I would love to know Mm -hmm. how you feel different approaching this next round of coaching in comparison to the first time. Well, the first time I was like, I know things have to change. I just don't know what, and I have no idea where it's going. I was just like free reign help. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and now I feel like we have such solid foundations and I'm like, okay, this needs to change. I want to get more into the weddings and destination weddings. Um, I want to get more into like campaigns and fashion. Um, like I have very clear ideas of where I want to go. And if I can come this far in nine months with like zero ideas, imagine how far we can go with like, you know, good systems in place, good, um, you know, ideas of what needs to happen next and um, the time to actually do it since I'm shooting a lot less and making more. So, mm-hmm. yeah. We, we really love excited. the shooting less, making more. The ultimate yes. goal. Truly. I'm excited for you to shoot even less and make even more because we need to we need to bump your prices Me again. too. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, thank you so much for coming on, Jack, and just like sharing how to approach all of these things. I feel like this is such a good time of year too. Cause I don't know if it's, is it slow season in Australia? It's slow season here now. Ooh, it was kind of two weeks ago was the busiest week. Or maybe even last week was just is the it, busiest week is of it the year. Your guys so summer it's right kind now? of toning down. Yeah. Summer uh, okay, it's coming yeah, into yeah. summer. Yep. Yeah. But we usually, we usually get a bit um, quieter as Christmas comes in. So like, mm. you know, second half of December and January is pretty quiet, but November is chaos. That's so interesting. Yeah. I forget that our seasons are flipped. A lot of people here in the States are, yeah, they're going into their slow season. So I feel like now is the time that people start investing in coaches and like Mm. kind of doing back end work. So I I knew we had to have you on so you could paint this picture of literally how to be a perfect coaching client (laughs) and get the most out of your program. So (laughs) thank you so much for coming on and sharing about your story, your advice. Can you tell everyone where to find you on the internet? Yes, absolutely. Um, this is always an awkward one to say. My Instagram is at it's Jack Lee. I'm always like, it's it's Jack Lee. It's Jack Lee. <laughs> Literally I T S J A C L E E. 
Um, yeah, so that's me on Instagram. It's Jackley.com um, is my website. And then I have Jackley Weddings, JackleyWeddings.com. Um, my prints you can find on my website and we've just launched, um, we're launching very soon. Maybe when this is out, it would have been launched, um, puzzles of my photos called peace society. Stop. That's so cute. So exciting. So maybe you can be my first order. Whoever's listening to this. (laughs) Oh my gosh. No, truly. That is so exciting. We'll link all of that for you guys in the show notes. Your prints are the most, I literally was looking at my walls yesterday, trying to figure out where I could put one of your prints. Um, cause my walls are like, getting you haven't full. got a lot of real estate up there. I don't, uh, New York does not come with a lot of real estate. So I've got to like find a place that I could put one of your prints cause they're so gorgeous. So yeah. you guys listening, go look at them. Thank you Please so do. much, Jack. Thank you, Eden. All right. Thank you guys. And we will see you next time. Bye.